Oh boy. So in a few weeks span, I had the misfortune of picking up book after book after book that just bored me absolutely to tears. Some were so awful that I had to call it quits. Although I do need to tell you that I gave each of these books a fair shot before I quit them. Like we're talking like at least a hundred pages in, um, and others I slogged through out of just sheer curiosity on how the book would end, but know that I wasn't happy about it. Either way, many of these books are well-known, well-loved, and topped all of the charts, so you can imagine my utter disappointment. Guys, I'm talking 12 books, 12 books that left me disappointed back to back to back in just a span of a few weeks, so I think that's like kind of insane, and today I wanted to talk about them and why I felt each and every single one was incredibly overrated. You are listening to episode 95 of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and today I'm going to give you my thoughts on why each and every one of these 12 books is one that I am marking and declaring overrated. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, a weekly podcast that provides simple routines around the home, plus raw and honest book reviews. My name is Dara. I'm a Midwestern stay-at-home mom to three young kids, and I thrive on simplicity. All right, so 12 books that I read or at least attempted to read that I all had a serious issue with, at least to the point where either I couldn't give it more than three stars um, or I just had to call it quits and just put it away um, and return to the library or do what I needed to do with them. And so for these 12 books, I decided to break it down into three different categories. Number one, new to me authors that I wasn't impressed with. Number two, books that left me disappointed by authors that I'm familiar with and actually do enjoy their previous work. So it was a little um, sad and disappointing. And category number three, books that I had to give up on because they were so mind-numbingly terrible, uh, I could not continue on. And this is a mix of old and new-to-me authors. So let's start with the new-to-me authors that I was not impressed with. So we have two books. We have number one, The Housemaid by Frida McFadden, and number two, Boy Snowbird by Helen, and I'm going to butcher this, Ooh. Oyamami. I'm not, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Anyway, so let's talk about each of them. So number one, I really wanted to like The Housemaid by Frida McFadden because on the surface, it seemed like a book that I would really enjoy. Uh, It was also a quick and easy read. So I'll give it points for that, but it was so far-fetched and the plot was so unbelievable that I just, I just couldn't, I don't know. It does hold a a steady 4.3 stars on Goodreads with over half a million reviews, but I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I guess I was expecting more and I'm probably not going to read the sequel to the book that came out, I think last year. All right. So Boy Snowbird was also incredibly disappointed. Um, My cousin was the one who suggested this book. She raved and raved about it, how just emotional and wonderful. And um, it was just the best book she's ever read. So she mailed me her copy. And I really wanted to like it too, um, because I, I typically am a really big fan of modern day retellings of classic tales. And Boy Snowbird is one that was built as a retelling of Snow White, like set in like modern days and Um, I can totally see what the author was trying to do. Um, The writing was punchy and it was clever, but ultimately it just fell really flat for me. The pacing was terrible. The plot was completely all over the place. Threads were pulled, not tied together at the end. 
And the ending was just a complete and total mess. It also took me forever to read it because it was so boring. Um, I just was not a fan. And this is not a new book by any means. I think this has been out since 2013 or so. So it's it's been around a decade. But people were calling this author the voice of the new generation and just like all of these really intense uh, declarations on this book. And I just don't think it's well-deserved. So yeah. All right. So next we're moving on into a category of books that left me disappointed by authors that I'm familiar with. And I'm going to rank them in order from meh, no harm, no foul to yikes. I used to love your work. What happened here? Hello, beautiful by Anne Napatilo. I have some questions for you by Rebecca Mackay. The Kind Worth Saving by Peter Swanson, Faithful Place by Tanya French, Tom Lake by Anne Patchett. Okay. The first one is Hello Beautiful by Anne uh, Napatilo. I, I'm so sorry. I'm just like getting all these names so wrong. Um, she, anyway, if you've, if you've seen her work, she wrote Dear Edward, and that was one of her earlier works um, that I really enjoyed. So the story was interesting, and it did keep me wanting more, um, but... And, and she really did dive deep with her characters. Like I really understood every character's intentions and motivations. So huge points there. I think that's really important for me to feel invested in a story. Um, I also felt myself getting a little emotional at times. Um, and I, I, I felt like my heart took away a few pieces from this book. I just really enjoyed parts of it. However, I would say overall, it was just way too long. It was dragged out and it didn't really work for me in a way I was hoping. Um, this isn't totally surprising because similar to her first novel, Dear Edward, like it was, it was very similar. It was like a very like gripping emotional tale that ultimately kind of just like stalled out and then just like ended. So that's sort of where I'm going. Next we have, I have some questions for you by Rebecca Mackay. Oh, sigh. This book could have worked. I think it could have worked, but it suffered from like a huge lack of editing. It was way too long. There were so many details and so many characters that were both in the present tense and in the past tense that it was like impossible to keep track of. Like at some point I had no idea like who we were even talking about. And like, I just didn't care. Um, like there are only so many main characters you can keep track of. And I'm telling you, this one had like 50. It was so overwhelming. Um, the main character was incredibly insufferable. And ultimately, I think the biggest crime that this book was, a, it, it just, it was trying to tackle way too many hot button issues. Like we're talking Me Too and misogyny issues and issues with the criminal justice system and race, race issues and social class disparity and many, many more. And similar to her characters, like you can only really keep track and like follow, like, I don't know, maybe a dozen, like the same goes for these types of issues. Like pick one or two or three and go with that. But you can't have like 20 different issues that you're trying to tackle all at once. Like it's just too much. It's just too much. And you know, it, it just, unfortunately, this book was too much. It was not well done. Unlike her last book, The Great Believers, which was also too much, but at least that was well done. So I don't think I'm going to read another Rebecca Mackay, unfortunately. Okay. 
So next up is The Kind Worth Saving by Peter Swanson. And this was a a sequel to The Kind Worth Saving, which I really liked. And I usually like Peter Swanson. I've read at least five of his novels. Uh, However, the last two were a little disappointing. And this is a book the the one that we're talking about today, um, the kind worth saving, it, it did almost nothing for me. I was so bored. There were no serious twists. There was really nothing to say about this book other than it just like lacked Peter Swanson's usual like pizzazz and like that punchiness. And it was just kind of like, okay, like this, I don't know. It was just, it was like the least thrilling thriller I've read in a long time. So I was pretty disappointed. And the book that surprised me the most in this category by how much I disliked it, and I think you guys are going to gasp when you hear this, um, I'm adding Tom Lake by Ann Patchett to this list. And I know, I know, like who doesn't love Ann Patchett? And I'm really sorry to say, but Tom Lake was so boring. I was so bored. And I'm really sad about it. A lot of my friends were big fans of this book. And um, I just was like blown away by how slowly the plot chugged along. Uh, It took me ages to get through it. I hated our main character. And like there were some moments of sweetness or like, oh yeah, like I can, like I see the Ann Patchett magic here, but like ultimately like I just, no, no, I did not like it. So eek. Okay. And so for our last category of books, um, these are books that I gave it a good shot. I think I mentioned earlier, I read at least a hundred pages with each of these books before I had to put it away. Um, they were just so mind numbingly terrible. Um, so again, this is a mix of old and new authors. Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld. Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garris. Hello Stranger by Catherine Center. My Oxford Year by Julia Whalen. And then the last book is The Nest by Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. And I didn't really know where to put this book because I it is actually a reread for me, but I'm just lumping it in here. Okay, so let's start with Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld. The last Curtis Sittenfeld novel I read was Eligible, and that was back in 2016, and I remember loving it. So when I saw Romantic Comedy floating around, I decided to give it a shot because it was everywhere. But oh my goodness, this book was terrible. It was neither funny nor romantic. It was incredibly frustrating. It was broken up into three incredibly long chapters. Like the entire book is just three chapters. So you sort of feel like you're in reading purgatory and it's just neither funny nor romantic. And the author makes absolutely no secret of her leftist political agenda. I can maybe stomach one or two or three digs at conservatives um, or Trump, but like after the third, it just gets like really old and really tired. Um, I get it. You hate Trump. Like, please stop. I should also note that the second part of this book was 80 pages worth of emails going back and forth between our two main characters, which is the most annoying format to read ever. I found it incredibly annoying. And then the third portion of this book is like all about COVID in like 2020. And like, we're talking like full blown, like COVID hysteria with like hand sanitizers and social distancing and masking and like spraying yourself and like antibacterial. I mean, I'm just like, what the hell am I reading? And again, like I just, 
but you know, pairing that COVID hysteria up with like all of her digs at like Trump and like Republicans bad, orange man bad. I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Zero stars. Thank you very much. You wasted hours of my time. So I do not recommend that book to anybody. I feel myself getting really angry just thinking about that book. So we're moving on. Okay. Next up is Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. And I thought the book started off really strong. And again, I really wanted to like it. So many of my friends have recommended this book to me and I absolutely hated it. I put in at least a hundred pages and just could not go a single page further. I loathed every character really, except for the dog. I thought that was a cute, fun little perspective to kind of like give the dog his own voice and his own chapters. But again, I had absolutely zero interest in the plot. I couldn't care less where it was going. And, you know, sometimes I'll force myself to finish books that I'm not totally into just because I'm curious about how it'll end. That's how I felt about I Have Some Questions for You by Rebecca Mackay. Like, wasn't really a fan of the book, but I was like invested enough in the story where I was like, okay, like, let's just see where she's going to take this. But with Lessons in Chemistry, I felt very relieved when I returned it to the library. I was like, this needs to get out of my house. And I'm willing to give it a pass because I can see why a lot of people would really enjoy this book. And I'm fine being an outlier here, but I am deeming it overrated. I just felt like it had a very like negative energy about it. Like every single character was like made loathsome, like almost on purpose. Like I just didn't find it like cute or char. I don't know. I just did not enjoy it. Okay. Next is Faithful Place by Tanya French. And this is a little surprising for me because this is the first Tanya French that I went into that I just like didn't want to read any. I I was just like tired and over it like from the get-go. There was like nothing that hooked me about this book. Um, Again, I did push for about 100 pages um, and I usually am really into cold cases, um, but this one just like didn't grab me for whatever reason. And I just returned it to the library. I don't know. I I really have nothing to say other than like, maybe I'm just evolving past Tanya French novels. Um, but, uh, again, like huge outlier here because I know that it holds like four point whatever stars on Goodreads with like hundreds of thousands of reviews. So I, I'm the odd man out on this one. Okay. Our next one, this one really shocked me that I did not like and could not finish. And it's Hello Stranger by Catherine Center. And I really didn't think a day would come where I wouldn't love a Catherine Center novel. I really still think about her first two books, Things You Save in a Fire and How to Walk Away. Um, But the main character in the storyline for Hello Stranger fell so flat for me and I just didn't care. Like I didn't have a single ounce of curiosity as to how the story would develop and unfold. And I just didn't find it funny or charming like any of her other books. Um, Catherine Center usually gives us really strong and like beautifully flawed female characters. And I freaking hated the one she gave us in Hello Stranger. Um, Again, pushed through to like 100 pages and I was like, I don't care about this story. I'm done. So returned it to the library. Um, I feel like you're sensing a pattern with these books. Okay. So the last one that really, and this one really rocked me, and it is My Oxford Year by Julia Whalen. Um, Julia Whalen is a very well-known audiobook narrator herself. And if you've listened to audiobooks, I'm sure you've definitely heard her narrate one of your books. Um, she has also written two books herself. Um, 
Our first one being my Oxford year that I'll discuss in a moment. And our second one, um, her latest one is thank you for listening. And I thought that was so fantastic. And I actually discussed it in a book club episode, uh, number 71. Um, so go back and listen to that if, if you have the time. So she narrated, uh, both her own stories. Um, she narrated, thank you for listening, did an exceptional job, was so good. Of course, I listened to it instead of read it. And then I also decided to listen to my Oxford year because she herself was her own narrator. Oh my. And ironically, <laughs> my favorite audiobook narrator did the worst job ever. It was the first time I quit an audiobook in a really long time, which is again so ironic because she's like one of my favorites. And I think the main problem for me with this particular novel was that um, it was set in Oxford, a ton of characters all throughout the UK, and there were so many characters, and she gave them each like a very unique and kind of like grimy UK accent that was just like really grating on the ears, um, especially like her main male character and she can usually do male voices like exceptionally well and this just did not work for me at all I could not push past 30% on the audiobook I had to call it quits my cousin is still a little salty with me because this was my recommendation for us to read in our little micro book club and I was the one who called it quits she loved it so I may if okay my suggestion is if you're going to read this book I would read it um, via Kindle or like an actual book. She thought it was like the best book she had read in like months and months. So she was really excited about it. So I, I do need to, I do need to say that. Um, and it's really a shame because I know that audiobooks, the narrator can really make or break a book. Um, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just putting it on my list. And the last book is The Nest by Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. And I didn't really know where to put this book because, like, this again is actually like a re-listen for me. I I listened to this in an audiobook back in 2016, and I wasn't a huge fan back then. Um, but something recently had inspired me to give it a re-listen. Um, you know, things change. We're constantly growing and evolving as human beings. And you know, the person I am today in 2023 is a completely different person than who I was in 2016. And so I wanted to re-listen to it with like a fresh perspective, like a fresh set of whatever. Um, <laughs> nope. Same conclusion. Uh, seven years later, same three stars. I just felt like the characters are really insufferable. It was an interesting storyline and I really liked the premise of the book, but I just didn't feel like it was fleshed out in a way that made it enjoyable. But there were definitely moments that I was like, oh, like I can see why, you know, people really liked this book. So there you have it, guys. A dozen books that I read back to back to back that I found very overrated. And yeah, you know, they're hills that I'm willing to die on. And please wish me luck in the future. <laughs> I feel like the universe owes me some good reads after picking 12 flops in a row. So I'm going to list them again. Number one, The Housemaid. Number two, Boy Snowbird. Number three, Hello Beautiful. Number four, I Have Some Questions for You. Number five, The Kind Worth Saving. Number six, Faithful Place. Number seven, Tom Lake. Number nine, I'm sorry, number eight, Romantic Comedy. Number nine, Lessons in Chemistry. Number 10, Hello Stranger. Number 11, My Oxford Year. And number 12, The Nest. That is a lot of books that just did not work for me in a row. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next week.